Hey Z-listers, this is your favorite Z-list actor, Ian K. Lauren, bringing you another episode of Adventures of a Z-list Actor. You know the story, yeah, 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 actually so. Gotta say hi to people who've missed me, to like my six fans that are out there, and we'll say I appreciate all the fans I have so far, and the people who might give my little podcast a try, though. want to thank you so much for that. It's a beautiful thing that you guys do that for me. Now, in the meantime, between time, we're actually going to talk about pilots. One thing, because, um, and I'm glad to say, because I'm actually starting, like, my little second pilot in, like, a week from now, actually, you know. And, of course, you probably heard, like, the hot rod going down, like, Main Street, actually, so, up in Venice, so, Sorry. Actually, right now, I'm on Market Street in Venice right now. So, um, that's where I'm, like, staying right now. So, I mean, because I actually have my little, like, base of operations, actually, which is, like, a form of news, I guess. It's technically, like, my first form of, like, ownership. It's technically my first home that I own, you know. Not quite the way I envisioned it for, like, my zealous actor life, you know, but... What can you do? Like, still got blamed, like, pretty much some cunt for pretty much, like, stealing money from me and making me homeless, like, 30 years ago, you know? But that's neither here nor there with that. I mean, so, and that's how it goes. But, like, I can truly say right now I'm one of the lucky ones right now that I inherited, like, this amazing RV from the great director Timothy K. Lees. I mean, so... Of the really great plays, movie, epic, Dracula's Bride of Horror. Now, as I said before, actually, so, and I might have said before, like in another episode, probably, talked about this one pilot I did, like, in you know, 2006, 7, 9, I don't fucking remember. It was called Six Roots by this quote-unquote production company called Black Savage Films, actually, so. And it was really interesting because, like, there's some backstory with that because I actually, like, in fact, I'm sure I talk about it because I played, like, an LGBTQ character, actually, so I played, like, the gay son of, like, the matriarch of the series, kind of, you know. And then there's a little, I don't know, kerfuffle, if the word worked there, actually, you know, because, like, I actually, like, yeah, I'm gonna humble brag here, because I was putting myself over, I was gonna hopefully put, like, the director, her name was, I believe it was Stephanie when I believe her name was, actually, um, because what I did, actually, so, I got, like, oh, the first real press on me, actually, so, or technically, like, the, um, second floor press on me, so, I mean, by Backstage Magazine. The first floor press was, like, this film. Why did I keep saying film? <laughs> you know, it's actually theater pieces. Ah, uh, you can tell I'm a little tired right now. I'm kind of laying down, kind of in this artistic, free-flowing thing. I just got finished watching, like, an episode of Alias. I mean, and you forget how the series Alias would you ever garner how good it really was. I mean, oh my God, you forget that shit, you know. It's pretty much, she's become like 
this movie star ish was married to Ben Affleck, you know what I mean? But not quite an A-lister. She could have been an A-lister with Electra, but Electra turned out to be shit. So but that's another episode I could say on that. Um going back to the point. With um six roots. It was good because she actually did like what you call like social media, but she would do it like on syndicate like movie spots actually, or TV spots actually that she would put like on either digital YouTube or like local LA television actually. So I mean, and you would see it. It was like really like your public access is really like it was interesting because they actually have like a commercial series with me in it actually. So I mean so. And, like I said, but what I did back, oh, I lost my phone. I lost my point. So, let me get back to it now. <laughs> and I'm not even intoxicated. I'm actually just kind of tired. But my first form of, like, press I actually got, like, on a national level was Backstage Magazine for this play I did called um, Nat Turner. Yes, based on the civil rights leader, actually, so which is shot like, um, the original Castle 101 in Ball Heights, not the new, not, it's not even that new. The original Castle 0101 was a little, like, black box theater off of, like, first stream Ball Heights, kind of, so. And then, like, Amonwell, like, a restaurant Amonwell actually, like, transferred it to a much bigger, like, theater space up the street between, like, First Street and Soto, actually, so. And if you love Latino theater, if you want, if you want to have, like, theater that's kind of out of, like, not theater role, which isn't, which isn't much of a theater role anymore, but if you like Latino theater, Casa 0101 is, like, the episode of that, so, I mean, and in L.A., even more than, like, the, um, Latino Theater Center in downtown L.A., actually, you know, which was originally the Los Angeles Theater Center. So, I mean, you know. But, you know what? That's a, um, big step up, you know, for Latino theater, seriously, you know, for them to take over, like, the L.A. Theater Center in downtown L.A. So, so kudos to them for doing that. So, I mean, but with, like, um, uh, Natter, I did that. I got, like, a really good review. From that kind of, so I mean, so, and also, the girl that was in our play actually ended up on, like, that Julia Louise Dreyfus series called Veep, so I mean, you know, she did a couple seasons on that show, so that was really cool that she actually stepped up to, like, that show, I mean, so that's really awesome that she got to do that, I mean, haven't seen her since after that, but, you know, it is what it is on that, so I mean, as an acting career goes, so I mean, but, okay, back to Six Roots. Because the thing about that, what I did, I actually get press for Six Roots through Backstage West when I got interviewed, like, technically, officially interviewed by Backstage Magazine. I forget the guy who interviewed me. It was like a phone interview. I put over, sorry, I promoted Six Roots as a TV series, actually, you know, and it was like a black TV series before, like, Isa Ray was doing her shit with, like, Adventures of an Awkward Black Girl, Black Girl, and, um, her HBO series that she was doing, like, Stephanie was kind of doing like that 
with six roots, kind of like a black focused web series. But back to the point, and you can still find the six root stuff online on YouTube, by what I mean. And I got paid, and like, even though she seemed just a little unprofessional and like, and really didn't secure talent, and like, and yeah, I'm gonna bitch about this because it seems like. I would say, like, the professional thing to do was to keep your mouth shut on things, kind of, you know what I mean? But, as you know, like, you've ever worked in an actor, as an actor, you know, sometimes productions just don't work the fuck out. That's just how the fuck it is sometimes, you know what I mean? So, but, I just say that, like, I just see a pattern sometimes, like, let's just say there's a reason why that, like, there is Z-list too. I mean, so. Now, I might be a Z-list actor, but I'm only like that because, like, of the stuff I do, and I'm not quite, you know, physically ready to be, like, even, like, C-list or even B-list kind of because I got a lot of work I gotta get done. I mean, you know, physically, financially, blah, blah, and I'm actually on that journey with that, and that's really, really cool. Especially for, like, technically my second year doing this because I've actually, because of just great dumbass luck, I've actually lucked into, like, some really cool advantages because I can say, like, I have a place that I own technically, you know. I live at the beach, I mean, so. I have everything I really need, I mean, so, I mean. I still got stuff I gotta do. I still have, like, the day job, which... Oh, yeah, we have someone passing right now, and so, because I'm doing this from my trailer home, so, I mean, and Tim and Mark, okay, that's cool, open on that, oh, I keep going back to the point, <laughs> you know, but I promoted Six Root, like, when I did, like, my backstage interview, and then the guy interviewed Stephanie, actually, which is, like, a boost for her kind, you know, and her career, but, how did she pay me back, actually? I actually hooked her up again with, like, Motown Maurice's, like, annual film festival that he used to do, actually, you know. You know, the same Motown Maurice that actually had his journey in, like, the um, late-night experiment thing that you might have read about. Oh, sorry, read. I mean, listened to, like, a few months ago, actually, you know. I've yet to do, like, a part two on that, because I haven't gotten around to that, and maybe I just wasn't interested in, like, pursuing that at the time. But, um, back to that. But with Motown's thing, I actually, like, have... I told Stephanie to submit six routes to, like, the festival, actually, you know what I mean? And I'm figuring, since I was in the fucking pilot, mind you, I figured I would... That would be the first thing she would put on, actually, you know, it'll be a pilot that will explain, like, the whole series to people, you know, and get people in, actually, you know, but she decides to do a pilot with, like, an episode that I'm not fucking in, and I tell, like, all my friends, because all my friends have stuff on there, and I'm the only one who didn't have stuff on there, and personally, Stephanie went fucking embarrassed me, actually, you know, but, in fact, no, 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 she quite didn't, okay, I'm just figuring, like, since, like, I, you know, gave her an opportunity to be on Backstage.com, no problem with that. Also gave her 
another p opportunity to get more exposure for a film festival where she could, like, network, and she was actually fucking there, I mean, you know, hosting a show, blah, blah, I mean, you'd think that she would put, like, the guy who, like, helped her get to, like, this networking thing, at least, like, show him in her fucking episode, I mean, so that I'm in, and I told my friends I was doing, I was, like, so embarrassed, when she did, like, this other fucking episode, I mean, you know, but it's kind of telling that, like, you really haven't heard from her, not anywhere away, I mean, so, and it's been, like, what, 10 years, and where the fuck is she now, so, I mean, and then, yeah, I'm, I'm being a little mean here right now, but, you know, I don't really give a shit, you know, because that was disrespectful of all, like, the opportunities that, like, I hooked her up to, actually, you know, because one thing I've always learned, like, if you hook someone up with that, like, you know, especially go out of your way, I mean, because if you help someone, it's good to help someone, it's also good to help yourself, I mean, so, and sometimes I just thought it was kind of like, I mean, all she did was give me, like, this pity shout-out when she actually was, like, on top of her thing, actually, she gave, like, the pity shout-out, kind of, and, like, really, it was just so disrespectful, you know what I mean, I just thought, because I know, for a fact, you know, if I was in Stevie's position, actually, so, I mean, especially if the actor was in the thing, I will at least show the episode with him or her actually fucking in it. I mean, so, I would do that. Because I feel you're helping me out. I can help you out to expose people. It should be. It's like... Okay. You can hook so many people up, and so many people up, actually, know, but you don't get that back, actually. And for me, I felt like that I wasn't getting that back. I was helping this Stephanie Wynn person through, like, exclusively backstage, through, like, my friend Motown Maurice, actually, you know, and all I asked was to get showcased for me, kind of, you know, I even put her, like, on my shit, because think of that, with the backstage magazine thing, actually, you know, I would have, like, talked about the six roof thing, and that's it, I would have never, like, pitched it to, like, 70, when I would have never done that, you know what I mean, I would have never passed it on, I mean, so, if 70 was gonna do me like that, I mean, so, and, yeah, that's my little round that, so, um, Sorry about that. But now, after my little rant here, so let's talk about, like, a little history of, like, pilots, actually, you know. And pilots have been around since pretty much the beginning of television, kind of, you know. Even back to, like, the Dumont Network, actually, you know. And the basic pilot, which you can actually, like, see it done, really, in the movie Pulp Fiction, how they explain it, actually, you know. For, this is for, like, you non-actors who don't know what that is, actually, so... A pilot is pretty much like a test show, actually, that, you know, that a production company puts on as kind of a proof of concept, per se, for a TV series. And so, I mean, and if the network, the rule was, if the network liked it, they'll do, like, a certain run of shows, actually, you know, it could be, like, five shows, it could be, like, 20 shows, it could be three shows, and... In the original history of pilot season, like, you know, pilots, because there's actually tons of, like, obscure pilots that, like, either never make air, or they are done once, actually. And also, some pilots can be, like, backdoor pilots of, um, famous TV shows, actually, you know, that's actually pretty famous, so, with that, actually, so, and, um, a few, couple examples, actually, so, 
from like, of all things actually, like, because everyone talks about, no, let me rephrase that question. Um, most like Generation X people know like the original Wonder Woman television show actually from like the late 70s, early 80s kind of, you know, with Linda Carter and so that, you know. But here's a little side note, actually. So, um, and I'm not, like, talking about the, um, Captain Lee Crosby-like TV movie. Before that, it's an obscure thing. It was, there was actually a Wonder Woman pilot produced by the guy William Doser. I mean, you probably know the name from, like, the Batman 66 series, actually. He was, like, a producer on that series, kind of, you know. He actually did a pilot for Wonder Woman in, like, the 1960s called Who's Afraid of Diana Prince? I mean, so, which is absolutely, positively, way different than from, like, the Linda Carr series, actually, or the Gil Gadot movie series. It was actually done in the style of, like, Batman 66. It's very cheesy, very non-Wonder Woman-y, kind of, you know. And that, it was a back to a, it was a pilot that was never really broadcasted, but it was created, kind of, you know. And also, going to the 70s, kind of, there's been, like, backdoor pilots that became, like, shows, and you'll probably see a differences, actually, of a backdoor pilot can be a show on a very established series, kind of, so, but it doesn't have, like, none of the, like, established characters from set series. It all is focused on these characters that could possibly spin off into their own series, kind of, you know what I mean? One more example, especially if you're a fan of, like, BET, is The Game, so, I mean, so, which is a spinoff of, like, UPN's Girlfriends, actually, you know? But what they did with that was, it was actually a backdoor pilot with, like, Taya Mari and, like, Pooch Hall, blah, blah. It was mostly about them. And you saw, like, maybe Tracy Ellis Ross at the beginning of the episode, and the rest was actually, like, establishing, like, the game universe, kind of. Because I remember that, also. Oh, back in the 70s, kind of, so. With Welcome Back, Cotter, if you remember that, actually. So, um, there's actually a Backdoor Pilot episode with, like, Ron Palil, the late Ron Palil, you know, all his horses character. It was just an episode of Welcome Back, Carter. I keep saying Cotter. Carter instead of Cotter. I don't know. It's my continents. Cotter. But anyway, there was like a backdoor pilot with that, actually. So, and and there's also a few I can go off the top of my head. Oh, Top of the Heap, which is like a, a backdoor pilot episode of Married with Children. So, I mean, which actually have like Matt, the future Joy Tribbiani from Friends. LeBlanc and his like TV dad pretty much trying to be like Huxers like con men like far and son team kind of you know they did an episode off of Married with Children with that so I mean hell I can talk about a lot of backdoor pilots in fact there's like some stuff on YouTube you look on that actually but and here's the educational part of this little thing here going on right now and um because, quote-unquote, pilot season originally was, for a long while, from, like, if I remember correctly, 
it was like from January to like May or something like that, you know? It was like half the year, so I mean, and you have to gear up for pilot season, gear up and gear up and gear up, actually, you know, because you're shooting pilot at the pilot at the pilot and so like, you know. And you could do that, so I mean, there's like a lot of actors who lived off of pilots, actually, though, know, especially like Seth Green from like, you know, Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Robot Chicken, you know, he lived off of pilots, I mean, so, because pilots back in the day, you could make like, Buku money actually, you know. Not I'm not saying like a hundred thousand dollars or like that, but you could do something like twenty or like thirty thousand a pop kind of back in the day. Just off of just a pilot, you know what I mean? Just and with that, but like but the original pilot season as I remember it, it was pretty much like about six months out of the year, from January to May, or from something like February or sorry, or during summer. It was just like really weird. But then that, later on, like, in the 90s, kind of, you know, to my knowledge, that the whole thing of pilot season didn't have, like, a cutoff thing, like, as pilot season for actors was kind of like the jackpot. Like, if you got a pilot and the pilot went to series, even for, like, a couple episodes or at least a season, you're fucking golden. I mean, so, that's the way it used to be, so, I mean. But pilot season now is year-round. It never really stops now. I mean, so there's never really a rest season for pilots now because pilots are shot, like, at least, like, once a month by the majors, you know, and, like, and I know some pilots just may become pilots and may never become anything, you know what I mean? And also, this is where it gets a little tricky because I haven't gone to, like, that A-list level yet with pilots, kind of, you know? Sometimes a pilot can be made, and they'll, like, lock you in for a little bit, for, like, maybe a year or something, you know, and the pilot doesn't go anywhere. Don't just, like, let you go, you make your time, so, you know, and... See, I just only know, like, bits and pieces of, like, how it's really done, kind of, you know, and, um... But my point being, right now, that, um, pilots used to be, like, six months out of the year, and now they're, like, year-round. So, I mean, you know, and people shoot pilots all the time. In fact, I'm shooting a pilot, like, in a couple of weeks, actually, now. I'm not gonna really make a big to-do about it, I mean, because hopefully it'll get picked up, actually, but, like, my character is just, like, a little side character, actually. I don't think my character's gonna be, like, featured. I think I'm just gonna be in the pilot. So, I mean, you know. And I will say it's, like, I will get paid a lot more than I got paid for six roots. That's one great thing I'll say about that. You mean, so... Definitely, it's definitely problems that, actually. And it seems more of a professional, like, production. Actually, you know. I, and yes, I'm being mean, I know, but I need to vent right now. And me, I'm kind of mad because, like... I actually had, like, this other movie, which I booked out of the blue, which I forgot about, and for a role for a movie that I really kind of liked, but it kind of fell through, because, like, he wasn't ready, I wasn't really ready, because no one really gave me shit, and, like, I didn't know I actually booked the shit, and you booked me out of the blue, I wasn't prepared for fucking shit. Ugh. Yeah, this is me just fitting a little bit on that, so, and... I'm a little about that, um... But pilots, if you can get into it, like, pilots are, like, really great things to have. I mean, so, I mean, and you can make money because 
of it, like if you get like a A-list pilot, kind of, it's a pretty cool thing to get. So, and, um, and my pilot, like, I will say this actually, you know, like, it's pretty cool. It's a cool little, like, couple lines thing, kind of, you know, I mean, it's going to be a pretty fun thing to do, actually. So, um, with that, and, um, oh, and here's another thing about pilots, though, actually, you know, one thing, you'll notice as, like, an actor, you get there, actually, you know, there's a lot of actors who are in pilots for, who were in pilots for hit shows, kind of, you know, but for some reason, like, the network will change, like, the casting, because they don't think the casting will fit, and so that, you know, and there's certain, like, actors who are, like, iconic characters, kind of, you know, but then, like, when it goes to network, the actor gets replaced, actually, you know, and there's usually nothing wrong with, like, the actor and actress in question, though, but they just kind of weren't right for whatever reason, you know, either, like, it didn't fit, or the network isn't seeing it or isn't feeling it, that's how it is, kind of, because, like, one of my favorite, like, series is, like, Three's Company, growing up as a kid, kind of, you know, and, um, and in the pilot, like, if I remember correctly, like, the pilot was shot, like, three times, okay, with two different sets of, like, women folk, actually, you know what I mean, so, and Legend Go, actually, because, like, because John Ritter was always a lock for it, because it was basically his show, actually, you know, and then John did, like, one pilot with, like, two totally different women, and none stayed, actually, you know, and, um, and then, like, the guy in Joyce DeWitt, and, um, she got locked in, and she seemed to fit with the chemistry what they wanted, actually, you know, but the part of Chrissy Snow wasn't quite right, actually, you know, there's a couple of women who played Chrissy Snow, actually, so, before, like, Suzanne Summers, like, one, I don't want to say it's, it's not Suze Lanier, but it might be Suze Lanier, like, she's actually an acting teacher, actually, so, I mean, I don't know if she was the one I would have to, like, if anyone is out there, just maybe correct me, like, who originally played, like, Christy Snow in the Three's Company pilot. I want to say Susan Lanier. So, I mean, you know, or Susie Lanier. And also because, like, with that, and, um, so, and Three's Company had, like, three pilots before they actually went to series, actually, you know, and, um, what is another example and I'm racking, like, my Hollywood brain, because I know all this stuff, actually. Um, so, like, and, um... Doo -doo -doo. Oh! Here's one, actually, so, of all, like, shows, like, UPN's Girlfriends, actually, so, I mean, I just found this out recently, I mean, so, before you got, like, the four iconic black women of that series, kind of, you know, one of the cool unquote, girlfriends is actually white, you know, in the pilot, so, I mean, you know, it was just an idea they were playing with, but, like, there was, like, actually, the three women that you know, plus, like, this one white lady, actually, so, but when Joe Marie Jones came in, it was kind of like, you know, that's it, that's the move, kind of, you know what I mean, so, because usually when you do something like that, you're trying to, like, have a character that, like, you know, which is like a reverse diversity hire, actually, you know, if you want to be weird about it. I mean, so, because we are not like, if you're a fan of girlfriends, there was, for a short while, there was actually a white girlfriend, you know, 
And I was thinking of, like, trying to rack my brain of, like, other hit series that go through, like, a lot of retooling, kind of. Because there's also signs that, like, prior actors would be fit for, like, roles, but they, but then they, like, you would pass. You know, they have, like, our actors in mind, you know, like, one example would be, like, the sitcom All in the Family, actually. So, um, the original choice for Archie Bunker was actually of all people, Mickey Rooney, okay? You know, Andy Hardy, blah, blah, you know, one of the first world child stars in, like, Hollywood before Carol Connor, I mean, so, but I love this because, like, and he literally said, and I quote, like, if you put this on, they'll put you dead in the streets, you know, they'll kill you dead in the streets, and Mickey really, he literally said that, so, um, so I thought that was interesting, so, about how pilots go, I guess, I mean, so, and, um, but I guess the best, like, um, explanation would be, like, the whole concept of Fox Force 5, from, like, the scene from Pulp Fiction with, like, her, like, Uma Thurman and George Walter. That's the best way you can explain what pods are, kind of, you know what I mean, so. And I will say this, actually, so, I mean, I'm really excited, like, I'm not getting all, like, super excited about it, but, you know, it's actually my second pilot. I'm excited because it's, like, it's really legit. It's really something. I'm really kind of jazzed for it, you know, but the only thing is, like, and I've played, like, unhoused fuel before, like, I've played host fuel before, it's nothing new, because, like, my jokes I have, so that, you know, and, like, how, like, Steve Buscemi is how look sometimes, kind of, you know, I mean, so it's, like, but really, but this will probably be, like, the last unhoused person I ever play, and so, because I believe, like, especially, and I'm going through a big, you know, milestone, like a month, kind of, like a month now, kind of, so, and, um, that's gonna be really interesting, you know, so I need to, like, change, like, the old Ian Lauren that I start with, I need to, like, kind of bury that guy, because that young guy, I need to bury that young guy now, you know, because I think that character's kind of done for now, so, I mean, that persona that I booked with the first, like, 20 years of my acting career, I guess I'm playing now, I'm playing now, right now, I'm gonna be more mature now, in my presentation, as it were, so. Now, once again, I want to thank you guys for listening to, like, my ramblings, and what's going on in my life so far, thank you, for making me a little part of, like, your day today, whatever you're doing, you know, you're drinking coffee, stay up for an audition, going out to lunch with your friends, whatever you plan to do with your life, like, I, Ian K. Lauren, want to thank you for just making me a part of your day, and this is, well, me, and this is Adventurous, I was just after Keep your foot in the gutter and keep your fist in the gold. Peace.